Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 130. I hope that uh, you, your friends, your family had an awesome Thanksgiving season uh, that we've just come out of. Uh, It's so interesting how quickly we transition from Thanksgiving into Christmas, uh, but this I think will go down in the memory books as a very unique uh, Thanksgiving for the Goki family. Uh, we ended up all on the couch. Uh, our o- oldest son is off to college, and so Mika, Cooper, Patty, and me on the couch watching movies all afternoon long quarantining and not feeling good at all. And so this was uh, definitely a, a I've never had a Thanksgiving like this. I hope to never have a Thanksgiving like that again. But grateful everybody in the family, everyone in the family at this point is uh, on the rebound and getting healthy. Uh, so I know some of you listen and you've been uh, actually reaching out. So thank you so much. Uh, family's doing okay. I apologize for missing Friday's podcast, but honestly, I was too sick to actually record it. So feeling much better today and ready to go uh, and ready to work through uh, this particular passage. Before I do that, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all of you who continue to listen and download and subscribe and share these podcasts. Really appreciate it. It's been cool to find some new people that are listening. So thank you. And then uh, for those of you who continue to give through Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash front porch confessional.com. Thank you so much. It is much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for all your help and all your encouragement. Really appreciate it. All right. Our passage today, and this is a real book in the Bible. uh, It's called Lamentations. So Lamentations, it's in the Old Testament, 322 through 23. And it says this, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed For his compassion never fails. His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I'm going to read that again because it's so good. And maybe this is one of those moments, one of those passages that you just kind of turn up and uh, wherever you are, if you're in the car, don't do this, but close your eyes. Just listen to it. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Uh, my mom, and I've told you a lot about my mom. My mom's very near and dear to my heart. Um, my mom uh, was telling me a story about her father. And so uh, she has a really rough history with her father um, uh, he was abusive, it beat her and her sisters and her mom pretty severely over the years. And, uh, and so mom kind of grew up in an abusive home, and, um, but yet still loved her dad, but kind of had this very deep, deep, dark wound. You know, my grandfather kind of softened up later on in his life. So basically, by the time I came around, um, he had kind of softened up a bit. We found out a lot of things about him uh, the older we've gotten. But um, mom tells this story about him in the last few months of his life where he, uh, my grandmother had passed away and my mom 
uh, was taking care of him at her house in South Carolina. And so he was on this back porch, which ironically is the porch she spends almost every morning in drinking coffee, reading her Bible and praying. And so she gave that porch up for him to, to be out there. And, and so he, uh, you know, it's a, it's, 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 it's contained, so it's not like he's outside. Uh, wouldn't that be cruel? Um, but it's this beautiful porch, screened in. It's very, very nice, and um, just a beautiful place to see. Opens up to a huge pasture that you can see. It's very beautiful. But anyway, so he he spent his time out there, and and she talks. She said tells a story, and she says that one day she kind of sat down with him and worked through some really hard things, and talked about some of her pains of her past. And she said, I remember, you know, she was telling me this as she was retelling the story. I remember like on Father's Day, I wouldn't even want to send him a card. I found the most generic Father's Day card because I was so frustrated and hurt. And she said, you know, it was on that porch. We were talking and I, I asked him why he beat beat me and beat grandma and, and grandpa responded with something harsh and and she kind of came back at him and said that's cruel and he finally broke down and started crying and and uh, they had this really amazing moment together and then he said to her Linda I love you and she said it was the first time in my life that my dad had ever told me that he loved me you know as she tells the story she you could tell it's it's impactful. Like it, it even hits you in the chest. Maybe some of you, you resonate with that story. Maybe you have a parent that you just desired and longed for so deeply to communicate those three words. I love you. And and maybe, um, do you remember though, the first time maybe you heard that, maybe somebody told you, do you remember the first time somebody told you that they loved you. You know, there's something about those words and the commitment that is behind them, the heart that really is behind those three words. Those three words are so powerful. They're so powerful. And as I was thinking through this, I was thinking, well, I I think at this point I've done somewhere around a hundred weddings. That's crazy. But I've done around a hundred weddings. And one of the things I really love um, about the wedding is coming to the end. There is this moment, this this kind of crescendo in which they express their love and covenant for one another. And when a husband and wife uh, confirm that love in a covenant before God, like when they come to that moment and they, I do, and I do, it's kind of mind-blowing, Right? Because here's the reality, is that God has done the exact same thing with us. Like as husband and wife are making a covenant, they're only modeling what God has done for us. And and this book in the Bible, the book of Lamentations, is so precious to me. And maybe it'll be precious to you if you read it. Uh, It's so precious to me because I can't believe it exists. I love that it's in our Bible, that there's actually a book in the Bible called Lamentations. Literally, like it's like (laughs) gut-wrenching. It's like who puts that in their holy scriptures, you know, but it's a it's a book of absolute uh, raw, um, uh, authentic groanings, you know, all throughout the book. And it's happening all throughout this letter. 
it mimics in, in many ways, I think, what, what you and I feel, our own frustrations and our own confusions, even as it relates to God. Like, what do we do? And why is this happening? And what is going on? But here we have, in the middle of this book, in the middle of this letter, we are reminded of something so beautiful. And isn't that true? If you've ever had this moment in the midst of tragedy that you can slow down and all of a sudden you realize there was something really beautiful in it that you missed, right? In the book of Lamentations, if we're not careful, we just abandon the book to be this lament, this anguish. But in the middle of this letter, in the middle of this book, we are reminded of something very beautiful that God loves us, that we are not consumed, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how hard it is. And I know some of you are feeling like a lot of that right now. He's like, we're not consumed. His compassions, they never fail. That is how loyal and how committed he is to the covenant. His compassions, they never feel. His love is enduring and we are not consumed. And as you reflect on those words in the midst of your hurts, pains, confusion, does that draw you near or push you away? Either way. This letter and this passage is calling you to be honest with where you really are with God. But it's also reminding us. It's reminding us about the covenant keeping God and that the covenant that he has made with us. You see, God's love is not like our love. Right? He doesn't have like this puppy dog kind of love that just feel it's like all feelings without the commitment. Like it's just like going, oh, I'm in love with her. It's like, no, 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 no. You're obsessed. <laughs> right. You might be lusting, but it's not love. Like God doesn't have that many times. Uh, we love to get something in return. In fact, I would say most times we love and in, 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 in try to get something in return, but that's not how God's love work. God is love. And that flows out of every part of his being. He can't do something without love being a part of it. And I know as you read through the scriptures, that's got to be frustrating and hard and confusing at times. I know. It is for me. I go, how could that be loving? But he can't help but be loving. His justice and his love are not in conflict with one another, nor is this any one of his attributes in conflict with any of the other attributes. He is completely loving. And when he makes a covenant, he does not go back, which means we can trust him. That his faithfulness is new every morning. Every morning. His faithfulness is new every morning. Why? Because it's who he is. He can't help it. He can't. He doesn't change. As we keep saying over and over, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he, he gives us this commitment, this covenant and we can bank on it that he loves us. We can bank on it that his compassions, they don't run out. 
which means when we fail, when we mess up, and when we're hurting, his compassions will not let down. It's not like he gets exhausted. It's not like he's like, you know what? I've been in this covenant uh, for long enough, and you've abandoned me long enough. I'm done. No, they just continue over and over and over. His compassion for us is so great, so infinite, never stops. Maybe you need to hear that today. Maybe you think you're too far gone from the compassions of God. Oh, he couldn't be compassionate towards me. He doesn't know what I've done. They don't run out because he's a covenant-keeping God. True and true. Faithful. Like new dawn every morning. You know, I wake up most days... Uh, as the sun is rising. I know um, I'm one of those crazy, crazy people. Maybe you're one of those crazy people. If, you're, if you are, just fist bump right now. Boom. You and me. We're crazy. I love it. And I watch the sunrise. And I have to be honest. Every time I watch the sun rise, it's interesting. The sun will rise. The birds start coming in. It's as if all of creation starts getting ecstatic getting excited. It's so interesting. Even all of humanity is starting to wake up and starting to move. And I find comfort in that consistency. It reflects the God of creation. And what does that covenant God say to all creation and to you and to me? He says, I love you. And no no matter how bad it gets, I will still be here no matter how far you run away. I will still be here no matter how far you've drifted from my compassions. They will never fail. You can trust me. Like you can trust the sun to rise and to fall. And that is the beauty behind this this verse in Lamentations as we struggle through this life is that we can bank on God because God exists, love exists, love exists because God exists. And we can take comfort in that. So the question I have is this, what do you really believe about God's love. I know human love, it can be hurtful because we promise, so many people on those altars, they promise a lifelong commitment and then they fracture one another. But that's not how God works. So what do you really believe about God's love? God, we come before you and we thank you for your covenant-keeping love. We say thank you so much that you love us, that you sent your son Jesus to die to prove that love as he died and he rose again. And you, and you wait in anticipation as we come into eternity with you. But for right now, you have not left us. You have not abandoned us. You are here and you are near. And we say thank you. So take a breath, reflect, and believe God, the covenant-keeping God, is near to you in your own heartbeat.